This episode of The Curly Critics is brought to you by our Patreon. You can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash curlycriticspod. We have tiers from $3 up to $15, where you can talk to us on Discord, join our pen pal postcard group, or get our weekly bonus episode, Very Curly Talking. From WBNE. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And we're the Curly Critics, and today we're talking about New Girl Season 5. This is Schmidt's best season, so far. <laughs> Unfortunate. Surprisingly, he's tolerable when he's in a committed, long-term relationship. Yeah, this whole season was about their wedding. Every episode was about <laughs> their wedding. I was, like, looking over... Every single one! Looking over the notes... <laughs> just now of like all the episodes and i realized so much happened in this season like plot wise i think mm-hmm. more happened this season than has happened in the first four seasons yeah and i'm sure a lot of that has to do with they didn't have a choice they had to try and keep it interesting while new girl like the girl left so uh <laughs> awkward she was only gone for like three Here. episodes Hold on. I thought it was more. Six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Five episodes. It's still no, like. No, wait, just kidding. Oh, this show. <laughs> like seven episodes. This show was named after. Or named because of this girl. <laughs> and she's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there are worse episodes than the ones. Where she wasn't gone, where she wasn't there. Really? Yeah, a lot of the episodes that I didn't like in the season are after she came back. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like her character so much, and I dislike Reagan so much that it really just sent me for a loop, my guy. I don't really have any problems with Reagan. She's kind of like the normal person like oh all of you guys are super weird this whole thing's weird and with a show like this you kind of don't want to talk about the elephant in the room that all of this is super weird that's the point of the show it's fantastical it's supposed to be weird they're nobody's best friends with everyone nobody lives with a million people in a loft i mean i'm sure it happens but not quite as insane as this Right. I just think she has a good arc and like how she starts with like everybody's weird and in the end she's like doing the stuff right alongside with them. Yeah, I thought it was too quick of an arc. I thought she kind of changed her mind pretty fast. Like people who are like that don't change overnight. Yeah, she also has a hard past and she was only supposed to be there for like seven episodes, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole mess. They just wanted someone to ruin Nick and Jess, and that really just... That's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, it it still bothers me that Nick and Jess are not going to get together for a whole 20 more episodes. It's painful. Because they've both gotten to the point where they've, like, realized that they're still in love with each other. Nick is just now dating Reagan. But, like, Jess is madly in love with him. And so I'm like, why did it have to take so long? But I haven't seen season six since the first time I watched it. I have a feeling it's not gonna go well. (laughs) Right. I didn't have high hopes for this season, and I was right. I did not like this season. But in this... It was a rough time. In this season, Cece and Schmidt get married. Allie and Winston start dating. Jess leaves and then comes back. Nick starts dating Reagan. Jess gets back together with Sam. Jess and Sam break up. A lot happens. Jess makes out with Schmidt's dad. Yeah. That's weird. Just like something big happens for every single one of the characters. Which I think yeah. is an improvement from the previous seasons. Yeah, they're trying to not just highlight one person and instead highlight the good things in Right, everyone. compared to, like, season two. Was it season two? 
or was it season three where Jess and Nick started dating and then that was the only thing that happened that whole season and I'm fine right, like there's that. like I like them so I'm okay <laughs> with it but it was like all of the other characters were just like there while this time everybody had something going yeah. on and so that's why I don't yeah. hate this season because at least everybody had something going on yeah nobody was just a there character yeah but they couldn't have pulled that off in a season two kind of thing. People would have been like, oh, they took away from Nick and Jess, or we don't know these characters, and suddenly they have these huge arcs, and no one knows Yeah, it definitely on. got to the point where all of the characters are established, where Winston's working at the police department, Cece and Smith have something going on, Nick has his life to figure out. Wait, did they buy part of the bar in this season two? Was it this season or last one? I can't remember. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was last season. Okay, I was like, that's another thing that happened this season. Yeah, it is like season five of a show, so all of the characters are established and like have arcs, and we all like like them. So we're like, okay, we'll carry on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I appreciate that. Good job, writers. Yeah. It just occurred to me that I wonder what the like TV ratings, like the audience, wait, the like watcher numbers, what's the word for that? Like change mm-hmm. throughout the seasons. And like what would be the like yeah. best season according to how many people watched it while it was on air? Yeah, that's interesting. I'm look it up. I don't know. I would assume season 6 would have the lowest. <laughs> I feel like this season would be a lot better if we had watched it normally where it ca- came out week after week. But when you're binging the show and you go from like season two to season five, you see the rapid decline. Yeah, I think that's something interesting about the way that TV has changed. Oh, I found it. Mm-hmm. Because like shows that were meant to come out week by week are meant to watch week by week while like netflix and amazon all these streaming platforms have realized not disney plus disney plus just owns us but like netflix realized that Uh. people sit down and watch these shows in one sitting and so they started to design their shows that way while disney plus since nobody watches actual tv anymore disney plus is releasing their shows week by week so that we like are on edge and like I haven't binged any of those shows, but they're not necessarily meant to be binged. They're meant to be watched one ep- right. and then wait the next week and then watch another one. So it's it's just an interesting way of, like, I didn't realize that, that you had to write differently for that, but you do. Mm-hmm. And that was something weird, like, when me and my dad were watching The X-Files and we'd end on a cliffhanger and I would be screaming and I'm like, dad, it's, I know it's 11 o'clock. I know we got things to do in the morning, but we have to watch the next one. Like you cannot do this to me. And he's like, imagine waiting three months. Are you kidding me? You can't wait 30 seconds. (laughs) It's like, I see all those memes all the time. It's like when you're like, when you have kids in the future and you're watching all of the Avengers movies the MCU movies, and then after Infinity War, you're like, okay, we'll watch the next one next year. And your kid's like, but it's right there. And it's like, no, you have to wait like I did. Oh, I would die. Like, that's how it feels watching Grey's Anatomy in real time. (laughs) It's the worst. It's the worst thing in the world. But, like, it works. I think my brother was talking about this with the boys on Amazon. I think that's what it was. About how, because Amazon's releasing, I guess Amazon's releasing the boys week by week. And so he's like, so it makes me like excited to watch the next one. While like, if you just watch a show in one sitting, mm-hmm. you forget about it until the next time comes out. If you even remember by then. Yeah. And it was a cultural thing for a long time. Like, NCIS would come out on Tuesday nights, or Cheers would come out on Thursdays, or X-Files would come out Friday nights. And, like, people would be inside gathered watching these shows. Like, it was just a thing. It was such a cultural thing. And now it's like, 
oh, we'll just have something on in the background, or oh, we'll just binge this on a right. Saturday, or whatever. I remember whatever. as a little kid, like, waiting to the day that the, like, Disney Channel shows would come out, because I was, like, a oh little kid. Gosh. But then, like, as we got older, like, we could record the shows and watch them later, and then it just became, like, why yeah. would I ever watch this at the time that it was supposed to come out, because then I can fast forward all the commercials, and now we have streaming services, so, like, why would I ever watch things live? Yeah. Why would I watch something with two-minute commercials in between? This is ridiculous. Right. And then, like, we don't even have cable anymore. And, like, I know so many people who don't have cable anymore. Because why? Most people. We do. It's Yeah, sad. but you have access to HBO Max because of it, and we don't, so. That's true. It. It also, my dad's obsessed with recording things, and I think that is an important thing. Like, he doesn't really like streaming stuff, but he likes his certain channels that he can record things from, which is the same concept, because he literally does it so he doesn't have to watch commercials, and if his favorite show comes on at 3 a.m., it doesn't matter. Fair. I found the rank, the numbers. Season 1 had 8.2 million viewers. Season 2 had 5.8, so that's a significant drop. And then they're just in decline. Season 3 had 4.6. Wow. Season 4 had 3.4. Season 5 had 3.6, which is more than season 4. And then season 6 had 2.9, and season 7 had 2.1. Wow. That's so weird to me. Like, I knew... I knew this show wasn't that popular, but I didn't realize it didn't do that well. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a trend, I think, in a lot of TV shows where, like, the first season has a lot and then it just drops off. And then you just get, like, the faithful viewers who just, like, eventually stop watching. But, like, that's a pretty significant. Now I'm curious about, like, Friends. Oh, my gosh. It's also, like, the last season of... New Girl came out in, like, 2018, which is, like, a, mm-hmm. like around that time was when, the, like, people stopped watching TV. And so I like, wonder with, like, yeah. Friends, which came out in the 90s, how much of a difference it has. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find these numbers. Friends and X-Files ruled the world. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the numbers are so different. <laughs> Season one of Friends had 2.24 million viewers. Season two had 30 million. And then season three had 24 million. Season four had 24 million. Season five had 23 million. Season six had 20 million. Season seven had 20 million. Season eight had 24 million. Season nine had 21 million. And season 10 had 22 million. Wow, they're really hurting, man. They're really struggling to get by. Which, like... I mean, if it's not, you think about the cultural phenomenon that is Friends. Oh, yeah. Like, it makes What's sense. another show that's, like, average important? Oh. Like, that's not super popular, um. like Friends. <laughs> On this episode of The Curly Critics, we just look up how popular shows are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. All the shows we've watched, and suddenly we can't think of any. I want to know about every show I've ever watched my whole life now, but... It's just on Wik... That's I'm just irrelevant. getting this from Wikipedia. Nice. Yeah, so by the time this season came out, only like 2 million people were watching every week. Compared to the 8 million in season 5, or season 1. So... Yeah. It makes sense that the quality has dropped. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's like so funny to me to like learn that new girl because i never watched new girl live like i had always watched it on netflix as a streaming thing in the like last three years and like my friends from college are like really really into it and so like i just always had this idea in my head that everybody loved it but that's not true <laughs> no it's not i had 
barely heard of it before one person I knew was like, it's my favorite show in the whole world. And she literally was Jessica Day in the flesh. And I'm like, this tracks, this makes sense. Someone said that about me the other day. And I was like, that's weird. (laughs) I don't know how to feel about that. Nah. They were like, if you ever want to know, like, if who who the star of a sitcom is, it's Jade. And I'm like, It's what? the bangs. <laughs> yeah, I think Your so. Bang. The sarcasm really does me in. Your bang but... persona is a sitcom character. Congratulations, Jade. Gosh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> okay, so this season has 22 episodes. And it's mostly about C.C. and Schmidt's wedding. But, you know, everybody else has some good moments. Episode one is called Big Mama P. And Nick and Cece... Or, oh my gosh. Too many characters. Cece and Schmidt have an engagement party. And Jess invites Cece's mom, who doesn't know that she's engaged. And then Jess, like, breaks her legs. Nick picks up the wrong mom from the airport. It's, I like, typically like the first episode of the season because they're just, they're all very similar, but the similar is something happens, shenanigans ensue, and then we move on with our lives. Yeah. I think my favorite part about this episode is I was watching interviews and they had to do a lot of prep work for the Bollywood dance they did. And, um... Mr. Guy who plays Nick. Jake Johnson. He stood... Yeah, Jake Johnson, that's right. He stood in the back of the room the whole time. He's like, yeah, I'm doing okay. And had to, like, show the the dancer person, like, here's what I've learned. And it was awful. And they were like, yeah, you... Were you not paying attention? He's like, no, I'm trying my best. And um, if you watch the episode, that's what came out of him taking lessons, like, every day. Just reminded me of Jeremy Jordan and how that (laughs) poor boy cannot dance. (laughs) I love him so much. Don't you ever talk about him like that. Just kidding. It's a a fact. He can't. This has the iconic stop being so mean to me or I swear to God I'm going to fall in love with you Nick Miller line. I just, Nick uh, is such a memed character that he says something in an episode and I'm like, yep, I've heard that 10 million times. Love that for him. Yeah. Or I've seen that on Twitter in a new girl out of context page. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I've seen that on a t-shirt. It's all, a- Nick Miller's mm-hmm. all over TikTok. As he should be. Yeah. So, you know who else is all over TikTok? Ben Barnes. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> my TikTok. Uh, just for me, though. I, I. Sometimes I just think about where my TikTok has come. Like, where we've gotten from. I started, it was like, a lot of Harry Potter stuff. And then, all of a sudden, I was, then like, one day... I was like, hey, there's this new show coming out with has the serious black fan cast in it. Let me do that. Let me just read all of that. And now it's just all shadow and bone content. Basically, in its entirety. That's all I got. You get a lot of stuff that's only geared toward me. No nope, one else. Seriously. I like send her things every time. Like Narnia stuff, I always send her. And so then TikTok just feeds me more Narnia stuff. And I'm like, how did I end up here? And now I like <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> It's all part of my plan. Episode two is called What About Fred? And this show, this, yeah, this was just rough. This was a rough time. Jess starts dating this guy named- I literally wrote down- Oh, go ahead. Jess starts dating a guy named Fred, but realizes that he's the worst and only likes her parents and then his parents. And then his parents are like, well, if you keep dating Fred, you can hang out with us. And then eventually Jess is like, no, I gotta go. Yeah, my only note was really this was the last episode before she left. 
Yeah. Because it was rough. My only note is, don't talk to me like I'm some bastard who doesn't enjoy a good sunset. Winston. I love him. Okay, episode three is called Jury Duty. And... And she... I noticed this the first time, but she was definitely pregnant in that episode. Like, I saw it and was like, ah, she's gonna leave, isn't she? (laughs) Yeah, I started noticing she was pregnant at the end of season four. And was like, that's interesting. And it, like, blows my mind Hmm. to think about the fact that Zoe Deschanel is, like, a mom. It's like... I don't even know. Yeah. It's just really weird. Yeah, this jury duty, Jess has to go to jury duty, and she's like, this is my right. I'm so glad that I get to do this. And then her principal at her school calls and is like, I broke my hip. You get to be acting principal. And so she has to, like, figure out a way to get out of jury duty, and then she realizes that she doesn't want to get out of jury duty, all while everyone else is, like, breaking things at the loft. And they can see CR fighting. And it's great. They basically fall apart without her. And that's kind of the worst part is like they eventually end up figuring out how to live without her. And that sucks. I mean, that's part of life. It's sad. No, I don't. But like they all have to go their separate (laughs) ways at some point. So they all have to figure out like... The whole New Girl thing is that they're just, like, people who are living together because they have nowhere else to go. And in the middle of that, they, like, figure out how to be better people and how to, like, do normal tasks and how to be adults. And then by the end of the show, like, they're all married and, like, living in separate places and they're best friends, but they know how to function now. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Episode four is called No Girl. Because Jess is... Which is hilarious. Jess is gone. So they have to figure out how to manage without Jess. And then Nick and Schmidt run a hotel inside the loft trying to raise money for Schmidt's bachelor party. Yep. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Episode five is called Bob and Carol and Nick and Schmidt. It's bad, you guys. It's not good. Yeah, they come asking for Nick's sperm. Or his cousins come. And... Schmidt's like, this is a bad idea. And Nick's like, nah, I'm going to do it. And then it's a bad idea. While at the same time, Winston and Cece get drunk and buy the wrong wedding dress. Yeah. And it has the quote where Schmidt's like, you're poor. And Nick's like, yeah, but I'm the richest Miller. Which is like, it's always funny (laughs) to me to think about Nick as the only responsible Miller. I just love it when we talk about Nick as being responsible. And then also, you look like a prostitute for wizards. I look like a bullfighter in space. (laughs) Yeah, that one was just a mess. Anytime there's a plot line where someone has to give sperm to someone else in a sitcom, it doesn't go well. They need to stop writing that. The only time it worked was in Friends. Where Phoebe carried her brother's kids. Which is also, that that was the most clever way to hide a pregnancy ever. Yeah, but stop doing it. Writers, if you're listening, stop. (laughs) We don't care about that. That's dumb. All hail friends. (laughs) Yeah. The worst part is that they were trying to do the procedure, but then they're like, oh, this is a bajillion dollars. We're going to do it the old-fashioned way. And that is worse that is a terrible... Yeah. Oh, God. That wasn't great. It was just no. weird to watch in all levels. Yeah. And they acknowledged that it was weird because it was, and you can't be doing stuff like that. Don't... No. Episode six is called Reagan, where Nick invites a pretty girl to come move in with them. And that's about it. Yeah. We get introduced to Reagan. I don't even know what episode seven is about because I just wrote, this is terrible. Episode seven is called Wig. And Nick is trying to figure out what's Reagan's deal. 
and then he discovers that she's really closed off emotionally right. and then growth happens and they're just replacing Jess with Reagan for the next seven episodes. Yeah. And then episode eight is called The Decision, which I I don't know what this one's about, but I have a funny quote written down, so at least there's this that. This episode was also, yeah, this episode was also dumb. It was... Basically, Nick and Winston can't make decisions for themselves, so... Oh, that one. Um, Reagan's like, okay, well, here's one decision I'll have you make. If I'll sleep with one of you if you can decide which one. And it... Oh God, it's just terrible. Yeah, the quote... I- I'm telling you, like, the ones without... Jess are the worst. <laughs> this is a good um, Winston and Allie episode, though, because Winston realizes that he's in love with Allie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, like, asks her out. That's fine. That That's its only redeeming quality. Yeah. Winston, like, asks her out and is like, do you want to get drinks after work? And she's like, sure. Can my boyfriend come? So then, like, Winston goes back to the bar and he's like, Allie's on her way to the bar. And then cheers. And he goes with her boyfriend and then they all start talking at once, but Schmidt goes, ah, it's okay, Winston, everyone dies. Maybe he'll die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was... Supportive Schmidt is just really something. It's like there are moments where I'm like, these episodes are not great, but there are some pretty good one-liners thrown in there every once in a while. Yeah. That- it's just a lot. That, like, help to redeem the show and to at least make me think about it fondly when I'm not watching all of it in two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, episode nine is called Heat Wave. There's a heat wave. The AC goes out. Things get weird. Reagan and Nick realize they're in love with each other. Not in love with each other. That they like each other. Uh, episode 10 yeah. is called Goosebumps Walkway, and Jess is back. Yay. Jess is back. Things get weird between Nick, Reagan, and Jess because Nick is like, wait a minute, I dated both of you. This is strange. And then... But there was a Nick and Jess talk, and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, and then Schmidt learns to stop caring so much about what people think of him. And, like, learns to dance. Yeah. Um, episode 11 is called Apartment, and Cece's moving out of her apartment, and she has to realize that she's actually really afraid of getting married. This was a great Schmidt episode. Yeah. He was, like, so supportive and helpful in this episode, and I'm like, wow, you are a decent human being. Yay! Also, the episode starts with Jess getting, like, a punching bag in the mail. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I think I need one of those. <laughs> Preach. If anybody wants to send me a punching bag, I'll give you my address. DM me. <laughs> DM me. And then Winston says, guys, as they say, when one chapter ends, a bridge appears, and then you cross that bridge, and then you make lemonade out of a molehill. I hate him so much. I think I like Winston the best this season. Because <laughs> the next episode, I have a quote, oh, yeah. quote from Winston, too. Winston is one of those characters that just got better with every episode and every season. Like, he was great in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he just keeps getting better. There are no bad Winston episodes. True. Episode 12 is called D-Day. And Cece has to work, and so she can't help Schmidt with wedding planning, and so Jess does it, and then she ends up making out with uh, Schmidt's dad. Which just so happens to all be... from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So I wrote down in all caps, <laughs> Zoe's dad. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember that. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, it's Peter Gallagher, Zoe's dad, father of Catherine Gallagher, star of Jagged Little Pill on Broadway. Eat. The episode starts and Jess is like, sometimes I think I was bred in a lab to help people. And then Winston goes, you know what else was bred in a lab? 
pugs. <laughs> That's something Mike would say. <laughs> He's like, you know what the worst abomination is? Pugs. The ugliest things on the planet. And then I wanted to punch him. He's not wrong, though. What? They're, like, cute, but somebody (gasps) needs to help those poor things. Everyone, send us pictures of pugs to prove Carrie wrong. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Please. <laughs> They're so cute. Oh my gosh. So episode 13 is called Sam again. And Jess gets a new job and then realizes gosh. that the principal at the school is dating her ex-boyfriend Sam. And mm-hmm. she goes crazy. Nick says no germ yeah. can live in a body that's 65% beer. And then he proceeds to get sick. So, I started watching this show in quarantine. One day, I was sick, not with COVID, just, like, normal whatever. I couldn't go to work that day, called in, watched New Girl all day, had never seen it before. And so, I started the show during, like, May of the- May of 2020. Like, the start of COVID- And then this episode shows up where they're putting people in quarantine and I kind of lost my mind. I definitely lost my sanity this episode and was like, it's all real. (laughs) This is too much. Oh my gosh. There was another show I watched where everyone was wearing masks and I was like, no, I'm done. This was before that was like normal in shows It was like a year before 2020, and I was like, nope, I gotta get out of here, you guys. I don't... (sighs) Quarantine was something else. Gosh. I don't... (laughs) Episode 14 is called 300 Feet, and Sam puts a restraining order against Jess, and then she goes crazy, and they end up dating in the end. The worst. Nick and Schmidt try to also, like, compete with a nearby bar. Yeah. Sam's just just so toxic. He's just a toxic little boy. I liked him the first time they dated. The first time. After they, like, got through their stuff, he was, like, a decent boyfriend. But I have no idea why they dated this time. I don't... They didn't want to pay a new actor? Who knows? Yeah, like... Like, he literally puts out a restraining order against her. And then they end up dating. It's just, like, so improbable. And I'm like... And the worst part is... He comes back. I'm like, dude. Go away. Yeah. I just, I'm like... If you wanted them to date, don't do the restraining order thing. Because I'm like, nobody will go yeah. to the time and money of getting a restraining order just to be like, oh, I'm canceling it because she's hot. No. It's just, it's just dumb. Yeah. Episode 15 is called Jeff Day. And Jess is trying to buy a car without the salesman taking advantage of her. So she pretends to be a man. And then Nick and Sam fight over who gets to be Jeff Day. Yeah, it was a little too real. I love that she was like, I really should have just pulled a reverse Tootsie. And I was like, that's funny. That's, I get it. This episode is great because Jess just is the only one who knows what's going on the entire time. Yeah. It's, and it. I just don't like the whole Nick and Sam fighting thing. They've always fought. I'm tired of it. Get over it. Right. And it's just like, if you're going to have them fight like that, it we don't even get a resolution. Like, Jess and Nick don't yeah. even end up together. Which would have been a perfect Stupid. parallel to the first time 
when they kiss while she's dating Sam. Like, if it had happened again. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would have been a good parallel to be like, no, I actually am mm-hmm. in love with Nick. Especially since, like, later on, Jess describes Sam as the most marriageable person that she's dated. And so it's like, mm-hmm. once again, we realize that Sam is the second best thing to Nick in Jess's mind. But no. Yeah. They just fight, and then we move on with our lives. I realized that there's, in the, like, season four and this season especially, there's a lot less Jess and Nick friendship that goes on. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, so sad because they're such good friends. And, like, that dynamic... Yeah, that's the other part I didn't like. Yeah. They just, like... Especially, like, right after they broke up, they were, like, they're, like, yeah, we broke up, but we're still, like, each other's other half, even if it has to be platonically. Mm-hmm. And then as it just goes on, like, they just stop talking to each other. Like, the dynamic goes away, and it's weird. Yeah. Um, episode 16 is called Helmet. Jess gets next helmet stuck on her head. Nick and Sam fight. Winston's jealous of Allie's boyfriend, so he sends Ferguson to audition to be a animal cat actor yeah that had some good nick and jess in it it was like well why didn't you tell me the helmet was from your dad and he's like because i don't say crap like that what do you mean (laughs) yeah that was a good moment for them so that was kind of nice that was like ah nick and jess are back and then sam shows up and you're like ugh. never mind and then the next two episodes are like they're each one half of the same episode pretty much yeah because episode 17 is called road trip and then episode 18 is called a chill day in and so episode 17 is the bachelor party and then episode 18 is the bachelorette party but in the end they like merge together yeah Mm-hmm. so in episode 17 schmidt panics and think he's not manly enough to protect Cece. so the gang goes to vegas on the bachelor party road trip to like prove that Schmidt is a man. And then Winston realizes that he's in love with Allie. And so while this is happening, Jess and Cece are high and they like find Allie at the store and like Allie and her boyfriend are fighting. So Jess mistakenly tells Winston that they broke up, but they didn't break up. But in the end, Winston's like, Hey, I'm in love with you. And then Winston's like, congratulations on your five year cop anniversary. And that was better than Allie's boyfriend could do. So they break up and they start dating. It just, this was one of those episodes that going off-site, like off-set, really messed with it. I didn't like the one where they went to Vegas. It was just weird. Yeah. It had a weird vibe to it. And it's just like all these people in it that are like Schmidt's groomsmen are like we've seen them once like i don't care yeah at least cc and jess's was just like characters that we already know Mm-hmm. doing drugs <laughs> is marijuana legal in california it might not have been at the time i thought it was because they always make it a big deal Okay, it's been legal for recreational use since 2016. So it probably, like, just... Or they filmed right before it was. Yeah, this season ended in May of 2016. Because, like, this is not the first episode that they've, like, gotten high. And, like, for the fact that, like, Mm -hmm. two cops are, like major characters in the show like they don't make a big deal out of that yeah i think the best part about the bachelor party in vegas the best fight scenes are the ones that aren't serious and so the fact that they've got this major fight scene playing and roar by katie perry in the background really just that was top notch yeah that was pretty great 
if I could have just had 30 minutes of that, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> I like all of the development that Schmidt and Cece have to do as a couple in this season. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're like engaged, but it doesn't stop there. They have to get over all of their fears constantly and like have to talk about the fact that like they're both afraid for everything to change and how Schmidt is really insecure and how... Cece's, like, afraid of Schmidt's mom and, like, all of these things they have to work through before they can, like, be a married couple. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. realistic. So I'm glad that they did that. Mm -hmm. And that, like, with the prospect of marriage, their relationship became less than just let's sleep together. Yeah. Yep. Episode 19 is called Dress. Jess can't figure out how to fix Cece's dress, so she goes to Schmidt's workspace at work, and then Schmidt gets fired, and then Jess gets Schmidt hired again. And that's the whole episode. (laughs) That, it just makes me angry that they do this whole thing, the whole episode about the dress, they turn it inside out, and they're like, oh, it's perfect. And then she wears a different dress to the wedding. Oh, God. Yeah, I noticed that. Is that is so annoying. I was like... Was I like, mean, like... What was the point of all of that? Jess does talk about how she has to, like, alter it a little bit. But I'm like, you really went through all of this work. She couldn't have done all that embroidery and all that. Like, no. Yeah, you can get, like... They're embroidery sewing machines. And you can get ribbon like that that's just, like... Or, like, stuff like that that's just ribbon that you can just sew on. So it's, like, she could do that. wasn't. No, no, I get your point. I'm with you. The, like, dress, like, they made it out to be a lot bigger of a deal than it ended up actually being. Yeah. And so that was a little annoying. There were two whole episodes about it. Right. Two entire episodes about a wedding dress. Yeah. Uh, episode 20 is called Sorry. Return to Sender. And Jess meets an old friend of Sam who tells Jess that she's still in love with Sam and, like, gives her this letter and is like, I wrote this to Sam, but he never got it. And then I realized that I sent it to the wrong address. And then Jess gives it to Sam and Sam's like, no, I'm still in love with you. And then they break up the next episode. Yeah. I thought it was funny, so you wouldn't know this, um, me and my dad watched Cheers for, like, four or five seasons, and the girl's name is Diane. They're Sam and Diane. That was the main (laughs) couple on Cheers. It's fantastic. I was like, did they think no one would notice? Is that... Okay. That's so funny. Like, they're such an iconic couple. So the fact that, like, they definitely were going to get together. That was huge foreshadowing. They wouldn't have just chosen that name unless they were dumb. (laughs) Right. Good thinking writers. (laughs) Yeah. Episode 21 is called Wedding Eve. And then Schmidt loses his vows as, like, Cece and Schmidt prepare for the wedding day. And then Jess finds a ring and thinks that Sam was going to propose, but then they break up instead. And then they play True American the night before a wedding. Yeah. First ladies edition. There's nothing like being hungover on your wedding day. My favorite part of that episode is at the very beginning when they get the walkie-talkies and Nick is like, Mayday, J-Day. And I was like, oh! (laughs) Hey, they're talking about you. Then, at the end, Schmidt, like, realizes that Cece's mom is still not coming. So he, like, goes to, like, get on a plane to go to Oregon to, like, convince Cece's mom to come back. And then we're at the last episode, episode 22, where Cece and Schmidt get married. Yeah. And it's just, like, 
Reagan comes back, and then Nick has to deal with that, and Jess has to deal with that, and then Schmidt is stuck on an airplane, but then Cece's mom shows up anyway, and so they're, like, doing the reception, like, via a phone call. Yeah. And then they end up having their wedding in the loft, which is cute. Their wedding episode? Yeah, that was my favorite part. Their wedding episode is really, really cute. Yeah. I liked the voiceovers where they weren't just, like, doing the vows the whole time. They were going through the entire ceremony but doing, like, voiceovers, which was really cool. I liked that. And then Jess yelling at Nick, I'm tired of you being the only person who doesn't see how incredible you are. Yeah. Like, I, same. I had that written down. Because, yeah, Nick, like... Jess convinces Reagan to be in a relationship with Nick. And then Nick is like, Jess, thanks for saying that. Like, it's crazy because, like, I'm not a relationship guy. And Jess, like, shut up. I'm in love with you without saying that she's in love with him. Yeah. Tell me you're in love with your roommate without telling me you're in love with your roommate. Uh... Yeah, so the season ends with Cece and Schmidt on their honeymoon. Nick is going to New Orleans with Reagan. Jess is sad. Winston and Allie are dating. Coach was there for a little bit. They mentioned a train in this episode, so this was the best episode of this season. Excellent. One train mention. No, it is the best episode in this season. 100%. I just... I almost cried watching it the first time around. Like, it was so sweet. Yeah, it's so cute. Which is, like, it's so frustrating to me because I spend so much of the show, like, disliking Schmidt. And then the writers go and pull this and, like, their engagement. And I'm like, well, I guess I have to like them now. <laughs> yeah. I remember and when the bachelorette party, they, like, get high. And then Jess is like, remember, coach? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. That was funny. Because it's, like... Coach, they both have socks on their hands. Like, Coach was there, and then he was gone, and then he was back again, and then the writers were just like, well, now we can just keep making this a joke. <laughs> it's fantastic. He did come back for the wedding, so I like that. Yeah, I like how they- And May's dress was really cute. Yeah. I like how he's not part of the show anymore, but they didn't just forget about him. Yeah. Like, he, like, they're, like, oh, he moved away. While, like, most shows be, like, oh, he moved away and we'll never see him again. Like, hope you forget about mm-hmm. him. But it was, like, no, he moved away. But, like, he's still one of their best friends. So he still has to, like, come to their wedding. He won True American, so, I mean. What a guy. We only have one and a half seasons left. I think it's less. I don't know how many episodes are in season seven. Isn't it, like, six or something like that? I thought like 10 i could be wrong though six was like community when it was on yahoo tv oh my gosh that was ridiculous that was eight horrific eight dude right in the middle i know perfect good for us finding the average we were meant to be (laughs) do you have any we're the best best friends in the WBNE network. It's whatever. <laughs> do you have any other Do you have any other thoughts about this? No. I'm excited for the rest. It's rough. It's a rough time. I liked how they finished the show. I don't I kind of like how they finished the show. I think Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but I think a lot of people really hate season seven. But I thought, like, the stuff with Cece and Schmidt being a parent and, like, all of them, like, being actual adults is, like, cute. Mm hmm. Author Nick is a vibe. Yeah, I love Author Nick. So, catch us next week when we talk about that. Yeah. What will you rank this season? Oh, God. I forgot we did that. Oh, no. 
Man, honestly, I'm gonna just go for a five, just right down the middle. I did not care for this. Yeah. No. I'm gonna give it a six. So that gives it a 5.5 for the season and moves our new girl total to a 6.78. Did we actually like this show? What I'm learning. <laughs> I mean, like, this show is, like, not my favorite show. It's never been my favorite show. Yeah. It's just, like, fun. But what I'm learning. It's nice to watch with friends, whatever. Yeah, is that it's a very much a watch in the background kind of show. Like, just turn it on for some light. Like, watch your favorite episodes every once in a while. But it's not a, like, watch the whole thing over and over and over again and, like, deeply enjoy it. Like, if you're, like, actually watching it, you're not going to like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how The Office is for me. Like, I don't like watching it, but when I'm watching it and hanging out with friends or doing something else, I'm like, this is fine, whatever. Right. It's good background noise. It's no Dash and Lily, that's for sure. Mmm. Amen. All right. I need to rewatch that. Jade, do we have social media? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Facebook, because I finally did it, ladies and gents. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, uh... I think that's it. Curly Critics Pod. Find us on all of the social medias. Go check out our cute little profiles on WBNE.org. They're adorable. Yeah, and while you're at WBNE.org, you can check out the other shows on the network. One of which is That's What I'm Talking About, where MC reads Lord of the Rings, now The Hobbit, for the first time and analyzes it. Here's a promo. Hi, my name is Mary Clay, and on That's What I'm Talking About, I'm experiencing Lord of the Rings for the very first time. I read the books, and now I'm almost done covering the movies. In a few weeks, I move on to reading The Hobbit, but there will always be a special place in my heart for Faramir. It is Faramir. I love him. In a weird way in which I both want to marry him and adopt him. (laughs) (laughs) He needs somebody to love him. I don't care how or who. He just needs somebody to love him. I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) Faramir, you have shown us your quality, sir. The absolute highest. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. We stan MC. Wasn't even scripted. Perfect. I just want everyone to know that boats are the second best mode of transportation, not airplanes. That's not true. It's not airplanes. It doesn't... The only... There's no list. It's just trains. Jade, I use a car every single day, so I know that the trains are not the only thing that exists. No. We're not... I can't. (laughs) Only trains. Okay, bye. Bye. I will die on this hill.